0: Visit AscentEquityGroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T EquityGroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only.
1: I'd rather give up some profit in order to preserve that. And I just say walk in integrity, walk with honesty and do your business the right way, ethically.
2: Before we get into today's episode, I want to offer you a free service and a free gift. Yes, a free gift. You're a loyal, best ever listener. You deserve free gifts. And it's from our best ever partner, Secure Pay One, the landlord helper. So are you a landlord or investor who's self-managing? Well, if you're self-managing, is that the best way to scale your business? And are you fulfilled by self-managing? Or would you rather be doing other stuff with your time? Like, I don't know, scaling your business, scaling your portfolio, making more money, bringing more rentals, rental income coming in because you're acquiring more properties. If you want to scale, if you're not getting fulfilled by self-managing, then here comes a free service, here comes a free gift. Linda Libertori, you know her, episode 714, I interviewed her about her best ever advice, talked to her about her company, which is the solution to your problem, secure pay one, the landlord helper. They handle the phone calls, they handle the rent collections, they handle late payment reminders, they handle the lease violation notices, everything from the text messages reminders all the way to collecting the ACH payments. Linda's team will help you scale your business, whether you got 500 units or even a handful of units, go to mylandlordhelper.com forward slash joe. That's mylandlordhelper.com forward slash joe. They're going to give you a free 30-minute goal strategy session. They'll give you free setup and the first 30 days free, mylandlordhelper.com forward slash joe. Again, if you are self-managing and you're not fulfilled MyLandlordHelper.com forward slash Joe. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluff with us today. Brian Tripp, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Nice to have you on the show. A little bit about Brian. He is the president of Alabama Real Estate Investor Association, He holds over 70 rentals. He does tax liens and deeds, buys and sells notes, sells homes with owner financing, and has a mobile home park. He's a full-time real estate professional since 2012, and his main focus is wholesaling, based in Birmingham, Alabama. With that being said, Brian, you want to give the best-ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your current focus?
1: Yeah, that's kind of crazy. You named off all that stuff. It makes me sound like I'm a bigger deal than what I think I am. But I started with nothing about five years ago and no money, bad credit, went to a little seminar and heard a little spiel and I bought into it and just kind of took it from there. At the time I was a college basketball coach, believe it or not, and made more money on my very first deal than I did in an entire year coaching basketball. So Mm -hmm. it was just kind of right then and there. I just knew that I needed to make a change. I still love basketball. It is still a passion of mine but just got married at the time so i just had to stop kind of chasing that dream and start taking life a little bit more seriously
2: you started with nothing five years ago you went
1: to seminar what was the seminar it said education i read the book a long time ago and i'm not even joking i thought robert kiyosaki was coming to town to speak <laughs> and, and i was gonna go i was like oh man i'm excited and i get yeah. there and then they sell me into a into a package
2: <laughs> Yeah, When I went to the three-day event for like 300 bucks, I didn't go to the $10,000 stuff, but I went to the three-day, and that was incredibly influential on my just career path. Is that the same one you went
1: to, that 300 bucks for a weekend? Exactly. It cost me $200 at the time, and me and my wife went, and every time the guy that was up there, every time he said something, my wife would like tug on my (laughs) sleeve, and she's like, we need to do that. Hey, let's do that. And I'm just looking at her like, are you kidding me? You know, what's really interesting about it is it was a passion I never knew existed. Like real estate, I just devoured every piece of content I could get my hands on, get my eyes on, whatever it is, listen to. I actually got a little book. It's on my shelf right now. It's called Find It, Close It, Profit. They just gave it to me as a gift. And it's about a 150-page book. I read that in one sitting. I was so interested in real estate because I didn't know anything about real estate. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that it could be something the trainer that we had I've got a lot of bad and good things that I could say about it, but the trainer that we had actually gave us a 15-day action plan, and I just went and did everything he said to do, and I ended up making $10,000 on my first deal.
2: Wow. In a month and a half, let's talk about that, the first deal, and then we'll talk about other stuff, but first deal, 15-day action plan coming out of the seminar, took you about a month and a half to make, what'd you say, $10,000
1: on it? It was a wholesale deal. And to be honest with you, I had no idea what I was doing. Looking back on it, I made every single mistake possible. There's no question about it. I didn't know how to talk to a seller. Didn't know how to talk to a buyer. Didn't know how to put them together. I used the wrong attorney. The attorney didn't even know what was going on. They didn't even know how to do the transaction. I did everything. I was kind of like, yeah, I'm the owner of the property, that kind of thing. You know, I, I've learned since to obviously be honest about everything and upfront about everything. But I just kind of did everything wrong that i would not normally do and just kind of fell backwards into it and that's just kind of a testament to just kind of taking action and just going for it and just trusting the people that had done it before you
2: you mentioned the wrong attorney why is
1: it the wrong attorney? well well, i say the wrong attorney because they had never even heard of wholesaling they didn't even know what it was they didn't even know if it was legal but they kind of look, looked into it a little bit. I was just like, well, do you think you could do it? What's the bottom line here? And they said, yeah, I think we can do it. And by the time we actually got done with it, the guy goes, wow, that was really cool. You just made $10,000. You need to show us how you did that. <laughs> that was really cool. You never want to be teaching the council what you're doing.
2: That's always a bad sign. It's okay to teach real estate agents sometimes. Hey, this is the type of deal I'm looking for. I had to do that in my first property, but oh, holy cow, teaching the actual legal counsel. That's a whole nother- And and I'm teaching
1: them something that I didn't even really, yeah, (laughs) really fully understand either.
2: That's pretty good stuff. You said you didn't know how to talk to the buyers and sellers. What were you saying compared to what you would
1: say now? Well, I wasn't being a 100% forthright. I'm sitting here saying that I've got the money. I want to close on this property, ASAP. I'm telling the eventual end buyer that yeah, it's my property and I'm selling it. Really kind of illegal to be honest with you. You can't really do it that way and be legal. And I just didn't know any better, but I think through doing is how most of us learn the best. And man, I'm telling you that one deal, it gave me confidence. I want to just go out and do more deals. It gave me a little bit of experience and it was a really, really good thing. I don't know that if I hadn't done a deal that soon, I don't know how serious I would have taken this whole real estate thing. Yeah. You built on the momentum. Yeah, for sure.
2: You've got a mobile home park. Please talk about that.
1: Yeah, I love it. I've been listening to your podcast a little while, and I know that one of the questions is "Is the best investment you ever made. This mobile home park is the best thing I've ever done in my entire life when it comes to real estate. Mom and pop owned it. They called me off a We Buy Houses bandit sign, and they said, you buy mobile home parks. And I was taught a long time ago, don't ever turn anything down. So I said, maybe. Let me take a look at it. I ended up talking to this guy for about six months. He wanted way more for it than what I thought it was worth. What do you want, and what do you think it was worth? He wanted 1.3 million, and I thought it was worth about 900 thousand. Ended up getting it for 760. I put 60 down. He owner financed the rest of it, and the payment on it is pretty high. I always ask the question to any seller: What do you need to make this deal work? And he just needed 6 thousand dollars a month to live mm-hmm. for what he felt like was the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. So I said, if I give you that 6 thousand dollars a month, you need to come down to my price. And $6,000 a month equates to a 12-year mortgage. So I'm paying this thing off. I've had it for about a year and a half now. I'm down to about 10 and a half years. I've got so much equity in this thing. I owe about 600 on it right now. I've turned it around. I think it's worth between $1.1 1. 1 and 1. $1.2 right now. And on top of all that, I'm cash flowing it between four dollars and $5,000 a month. Good
2: for you. Congratulations on it. That's fun to talk about and listen to. It had to be a learning curve.
1: The mobile home park? Yeah. I'm going to give a huge shout out to Frank and Dave, the mobile home park gurus. I don't know if you know who they are. I I,
2: interviewed Frank on the show. Frank Roth. Yeah, he's
1: come on my podcast as well. He is a super, super down to earth, great guy. They give so much value. I took their course, which is dirt cheap compared to real estate courses. I took their course about two years before I actually bought this thing because I wanted a mobile home park. I was kind of sold on the idea of owning dirt. And not having to own trailers, not having all the maintenance requirements that come with all that. I just wanted to own dirt. And I was kind of sold on that from my very beginning stages of kind of researching real estate in general. And so I'd always wanted one, and this one just kind of fell in my lap, and it's been the best thing that I've ever done in real estate. Mm.
2: You took the course, but then implementing content that you read and watch is a lot different in real life because there's a lot of gray between the black and white so what was the gray area that you had to fill in as
1: you went i think it's like anything it's just you don't know anything until you're actually doing it theory is fine it's like some of us go to college and we learn a bunch of theory but none of it really matters until you get out in the real world and just a couple of things that i took away from the course was if you're new you're inexperienced mobile home park investor city water city sewer if you have city water and city sewer you're going to get yourself out of like 90% of the trouble that you could possibly get yourself into by not having well water, not having sewage treatment plants and septic tanks and all this garbage that if you're new, you can easily, easily, easily get in the big time trouble and get way over your head. So the biggest problem that I identified with this park right off the bat was that the previous owner was not charging for water. Even though it was city water, they came up to the road the park owned the whole water system, and everything was individually metered. He just wasn't reading the meters. And so he was just charging everybody $40 a month for water. Well, if you're just getting charged a flat fee for water, you just leave the hose pipe running. Water's not valuable to you, so you can just do whatever. So what I found was the average water bill was about $100 a month is what they were using, but they were only being charged for 40 So as soon as I corrected that and I fixed about 30 water leaks, I learned all this through the program that I did. As soon as I did those couple things, I just increased the value of this park almost by two times. Mm -hmm. How many lots were at the park? 59 lots, and they've been 100% occupancy since June of last year, so almost for a full year.
2: And you bought it a year and a half ago, you said?
1: December 2015,
2: yep. What were some of the first things you did other than
1: the water approach? Water was by far and away the biggest deal. I raised rents on day one.
2: How did you justify that to the people who were complaining about you
1: doing it? There were two complaints. The lot rent was 155 market rent was 250 So I brought it up only $20 and I told everybody right off the bat, do you want me to go up to 250 today or do you want me to go up $20 a year for the next four or five years? So everybody agreed they wanted to do $20 a year for the next five years, and that's fine.
2: It's like saying, do you want a million dollars today or do you want a dollar for
1: a million days the rest of your life? (laughs) But I was very honest and forthcoming with them. I said, listen, your lot rent, you've been getting away with like super low lot rent for a very, very long time. You've been paying only $40 a month for water and sewer, but you're using $100 a month on average. So a lot of things have to change, and everybody in the park completely agreed. And I came and I cleaned it up, which there's no accountability with just stuff everywhere, just garbage everywhere, bunch of vehicles on blocks and all this just stuff that just I had to get corrected. And they saw me, you know, I was coming in there. I did it myself. I came in there with a team of a couple of people and we went in there and worked on it. And they saw how much I was actually putting into the park from a time standpoint. I was there addressing their concerns and it just ended up, they respected it. I won't say they liked me, but they respected it.
2: Mm-hmm. What has been the most surprising part of
1: owning the mobile home park? Oh, man. I don't want to say it's easy, but it's kind of easy. It's been kind of easy. In the very beginning, it was really hard. It took me about three full months of being there almost every day. But I don't really know how to answer the question. Kind of on cruise control, even though it's only a 20-minute drive from where I live, I'll go check on it. Only once every couple of weeks, once a month, just because I got an on site maintenance guy and he texts me everything that's going on. Hey, this guy's doing this. And he texts me pictures and I can kind of address things from there. And it really has just been a really great investment.
2: You have 70 buy and hold rentals. Is that correct?
1: I'm actually approaching about 80 doors right now. Just full disclosure, I include the 59 yep. mobile homes in that. So I'm. Well, they have homes, doors. Does so that make sense? That's right. That's right.
2: <laughs> okay. So are those single families, the
1: 11? Yeah, I've got single families, and I've got an office building as well where my office is that's kind of like a strip mall that I've got. And I was kind of taught this from the beginning, and this is what I teach as well when I teach. And I've got the RIA, and I've got the podcast. I do all this other education. But what I was taught and what I teach is you either need to wholesale and take those profits and buy passive income, or you need to fix and flip and take those profits and buy passive income. You've got to have an end goal in mind. You can't just go and wholesale forever or fix and flip forever. It's the very rare guy that can do that. You've got to have some sort of end in sight. And for me, the passive income piece, I love commercial. I love multifamily. I'm in the market right now for an apartment building, but I'm kind of on the belief that we're about to take a little downturn. So I really haven't bought a whole lot lately. I've just been kind of stockpiling cash and just waiting for the right opportunity.
2: And the podcast you referenced, is that ALA ria masterclass
1: that's correct we started a ria we call it ala so it's a-l-a-r-e-i-a and so we've got the ala masterclass podcast it's completely specific to alabama real estate and then obviously it goes with our meeting we have our meetings once a month it's the second thursday of every month and i do a little daily show on our youtube page as well you can just search ala It's we just kind of creating this cloud of real estate education that's specific to Alabama and in particular Birmingham. We're going to Huntsville, we're going to Montgomery, some other places, but I have a huge passion for affordable real estate education in our area and just kind of helping and teaching our community.
2: What type of investing, because you've done tax liens, buying and selling notes, what's your least favorite or has been the least successful for you? Fixing and flipping, wholesaling, whatever.
1: Yeah, I would definitely say fix and flip is, I don't want to call it a weakness. It's just not something I like. I just don't like doing it. I guess because I got started wholesaling and seeing that instant check versus holding something for four to six months and then you could open up a wall and find this or that. I just feel like there's so much risk to it. I do two to three a year, but managing the projects becomes just a bear and it's not something that I like doing very much.
2: Yeah, maybe if I had the skills to fix and flip, which I don't, maybe I would, but just from all the interviews I've done, wholesaling by far is smarter, in my opinion, than fixing and flipping because of what you said. The limited liability or zero liability that you have in terms of financial commitment, as well as the velocity of money that you have when you wholesale versus a fix and flip. You don't make as much, usually, but you certainly don't have the gray hairs and the headaches and the risk that's associated to it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you could do as many as you want at the same time. You know, you're not, you don't need like a certain amount of money to do two, three, four, five wholesale deals at a time like you would for flips.
2: What is your best real estate
1: investing advice ever? I'm a big believer in honesty and integrity. I've built a reputation. I'd rather give up some profit in order to preserve that. And I just say walk in integrity, walk with honesty, and do your business the right way ethically. There's no way I would have been able to build this RIA. We're young, too. I mean, we're five months old. We're averaging about 75, 80 people right now. We hope to have 100 at our next one. But there's no way that that ever could have happened if I would have smeared my name, if I would have given up integrity for profit, stuff like that. And there are people that do it. Is so cutthroat. Real estate investing locally, I'm sure it is nationally as well, is so cutthroat and it's so competitive that I just take that equation completely out of it. I don't want to compete with anybody. I want to collaborate. I say that all the time and I don't believe in that. I don't believe that it has to be that. I just believe 100% with honesty, integrity, and then the chips will kind of fall as they may.
2: You ready for the best ever lightning round? Let's go. All right, let's go. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Are you an investor who self manages, talks to your residents, collects checks, and handles all the day to day tasks? Well, there's a better way, best ever listener. And guess what? That better way is Secure Pay One. Secure Pay One, the landlord helper, will have conversations over the phone with your residents whenever there's an issue, and the residents can pay you directly. So schedule your free trial and thirty minute session today. At mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. That's mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Are you ready to close more deals and officially seal your financial freedom? The Dwellin Show with Ola Dantis discloses the most innovative real estate investing strategies to kickstart your quest to financial freedom. Go listen at com forward slash show. That's dwe L L Y N N dot com forward slash show. Best ever book you've read?
1: The Cash Flow Quadrant.
2: Best ever
1: deal you've done? Mobile Home Park. No question about it.
2: Best ever
1: way you like to give back? The Rhea. It's my baby right now. I'm doing everything to nurture that thing and to grow it and to do it the right way. I'm not bringing in a bunch of sleazy salespeople. It is genuine real estate education. There's a huge need for it in this area. And I've got the support of a lot of the big time local real estate investors. They come to it and support it. And there's no way that I could have been able to do that without their support. So no question about it, the RIA and just real estate education in general.
2: What's a mistake you've made on a transaction that you haven't talked about already?
1: I have made a couple of mistakes. I think we all have, but I haven't made just a massive tens of thousands of dollar mistake. I'm very, very conservative. But a couple of mistakes I've made is I've gone into some areas, even within our town, even within Birmingham, I've gone into some areas that I didn't know as well. I thought I knew, but I really didn't. And I would go ahead and make a purchase and it not really be worth what I thought it was kind of after the fact. And so I've done that a couple of times, but you're talking about Losing three or four thousand dollars, not tens of thousands. How can the best ever listeners get in touch with you? You could definitely connect with us anywhere. You can just search Allaria. My email address is the best way to reach me is info at allaria dot com. It's A L A R E I A. Go to allaria dot com. You can go to our Facebook page, which is just slash Allaria. You can look us up on YouTube. A lot of great ways to see what we're doing here in the Alabama real estate market.
2: Well, Brian, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for talking about. The Mobile Home Park case study, certainly, and also your start with Rich Dad Poor Dad's seminar and how you got going, did that 15-day action plan, made 10000 on wholesale deal, made a bunch of mistakes along the way too, course corrected since then, that's for sure. And I like the case study with the Mobile Home Park in particular because we got into a very successful deal that you did did for the first time in terms of asset class and your approach and again how you got up and running frank Rolf has been on the show before and he just provided a bunch of really good information on mobile home park so best ever listen you can go to best ever show.com and search maybe mobile home and frank's episode will come up so thanks for being on the show brian thanks for sharing your best ever advice and we'll talk to you soon awesome thanks, thanks joe are you ready to close more deals and officially seal your financial freedom? The Dwellin Show with Ola Dantis discloses the most innovative real estate investing strategies to kickstart your quest to financial freedom. Go listen at www.dwellen.com forward slash show. That's dwellynncom forward slash show.